Listen, everybody needs a fairy godmother, you know, someone to look out for them. Some people call me their internet big sister, others their fairy smoke mother. You can call me Hannah, the new host of Smoke Sash. So come hang out, let's light up and talk everything there is to life. Some good, the bad, the ugly, the embarrassing. I've got a story for it all. Oh my goodness, everybody. Welcome to episode three. I'm so excited to have you here. I have received more questions and topics and ideas than I have received in my entire life. Literally, you guys have been flooding my inbox, my Instagram with like questions you have, situations you're dealing with. You've been flooding my TikTok. You've also just been sending an amazing amount of just like positive feedback and just like encouragement so if you sent me a dm if you sent me anything please know i've seen it i can't respond to everybody because it's like hundreds upon hundreds but i've seen it and i really appreciate it and thank you so much and i wouldn't be here without you and i'm so happy to have you here and okay i won't get all sentimental let's get into some questions it is currently 9 30 on tuesday um yes tuesday uh i'm supposed to be releasing this actually today but when i was driving um to my house this morning i was listening to my podcast after getting coffee and it just like was not the vibe like i'm kind of a perfectionist and being a perfectionist is okay as long as it doesn't stand in the way of you and your creative ability and you getting things done on time so i'm just gonna power push out a podcast this morning and hopefully you guys will be listening to it this afternoon um but my name is hannah if you don't know who i am it is wonderful to meet you if you do already know who i am it's wonderful to have you again we're gonna go over some topics some questions that you guys sent in to me i'm so excited you guys sent me so many so many good ones too um a lot of you guys have like similar relating issues and similar relating ideas so that's awesome um and yeah, you guys want to hit this bowl? Let's let's get into it. <coughs> oh my god. Okay. If you're participating in smoking up, hell yeah. It's awesome to have you. Please consume responsibly. If you're not participating, that is wonderful and okay too. You're valid, however, you're hanging out. I have so many sober friends and I have many friends who do many more drugs than me. Everybody's welcome. Um by far the most questions I get, like the biggest question I get. Sorry if I'm sniffling also. Uh the weather change is really throwing my body off and she's confused on how to feel because it's like 40 degrees out. Like I want to wear a bikini outside and be comfortable, but no. Now I have to wear like seven layers, which is fun and funky too, but it's going to last like 9 months. So, I'm just, like, strapping in and preparing. Anyways, um, biggest question I get is, how do I lower my tolerance? And, like, bestie, if I had the secret recipe, the secret power to make my tolerance not be completely skyrocket high, I would love to share it with you. And maybe one day I'll find out and share the secret golden cure. But for now, I have to smoke, like... 20 bowls a day and then once it hits like six o'clock maybe five whenever i'm eating dinner i like switch to dabs and then i'll take like a, a lot of dabs anywhere between like five and 12 dabs in the night so it's a lot of weed i'm consuming now here's the thing 
I'm not consuming it irresponsibly, as in I'm not putting myself in danger. I'm not um, consuming to, like, hide feelings or hide who I am or not think about things or, like, push off problems because that's a really um, bad way to use weed and marijuana. I'm not, like, doing any harm to myself. I'm just smoking and I'm smoking on a certain strain that probably makes me a little bit more productive, a little bit more focused, you know what I mean? Um, like, I could not smoke a sativa dominant all day or else my fucking brain would give out and I would be paranoid. Um, but little tips that have helped me um, keep it relatively stable and not completely out of control. Switching up your flower or your wax every week every so often um to a new strain or different like dominant types um that will keep your keep you it'll give you a different type of high because your body's not used to it or if you switch from flower to dabs for a little bit or dabs to edibles for a little bit your body's going to process it differently so it's going to be a different type of high maybe a little bit stronger drinking plenty of fluids keeping making sure you're eating enough making sure your mind is in a healthy place but the only tolerance breaks i've taken oh my god my boyfriend told me he said the only tolerance break he has ever taken since he started smoking was on our first date because we spent our first date like two days together i'll do like a whole like story on how we met and stuff like that but we spent two days together and he rolled like two joints when he came over and they were like i had not been smoking a lot at the time but he rolled like two joints and they were he put wax in them and that fucked me up but we smoked we smoked them all the first day sorry of the hiccups that was weird we smoked them all the first day and then the second day he was over we had no weed and that was the like the longest he's gone without weed which is psychotic to me because I spent a majority of my life smoking very, very heavily for a certain period of time and then going completely cold turkey, if not just like a a hit every once in a while for a long period of time. So in high school, I started smoking and then it was like pretty light, not too crazy, maybe once a weekend thing. So wasn't too insane. Then I went to college and I was smoking every single day because I had no like parental supervision like no one was gonna care and also my boyfriend at the time had a shit ton of stuff on him so like of course I was gonna smoke at his place since I could be out of the dorms and feel like an adult so I was smoking a lot then but I lost my scholarship so I took like a year off of smoking um because I had to get my scholarship on track, um, and then after that, I started smoking again, because I dropped out, and then I got too high one time, and, um, stopped smoking, so it really is just, like, when I reach, like, extreme paranoia levels of high, and have a bad experience with something, I will just, like, completely cold turkey it, so this is, like, not real official advice, because, this is not this is like damaging but the only times i've really ever taken a tolerance break and had it last for a long time is when i would just like eat an edible or take like a really fat dab like something that like was gonna fuck me up and i would have a horrible 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 experience on it listen we've all been there we've all had bad experiences and then i would be so fucked up that i'd be like i never want to feel that again i'm just like 
I'm going to take a break. We're going to see how long it lasts. We're going to see when I get offered it next. I'm not going to seek it out. But usually it lasts longer than you think. Like, I would go six months to a year without realizing I haven't smoked. So I'll probably come across those again here soon whenever my brain fucking rots out of its my skull. But for now, I'm chilling. Right now, it's just like a fun little thing I do during the day. But drink your water. You know, switch up your buds, your waxes. Make sure you're not doing it too much. I probably need to cut back a little bit. Also, I'm probably going to get sick this winter a lot, which will help because when I'm sick, I don't smoke at all. So my tolerance goes back down. Um, But yeah, if you have tolerance tips or like anything that's really helped you, please DM me because that would be super helpful. Okay, so someone asked me. um, Let me hit this. Someone asked me. How do I, hold on, stop comparing myself to social media people slash influencers slash like models slash my phone. And that's very valid because I feel like a lot of the issues I dealt with when I was younger were body related issues to social media because it's something we're constantly fed. And there's, like, little tips and tricks I've learned and little mindsets I have to constantly apply to myself that has really helped. And I quite honestly don't feel that pressure or that, like, anxiousness or any of that related to social media. Like, I feel okay consuming it because I have very specifically curated what I consume, okay? So... Like, back in the day, when I was younger, like, in high school, maybe, that was, like, my Tumblr era, and on Tumblr, like, what they pushed was this, um, body type, like, the body type now was, like, BBLs, right? Body type then, um, was, like, very skinny women, like, kind of 90s, um, supermodels, I saw a lot of pictures like that, and when I was younger, oh my god, there's a gnat, um, what I would do, which was very, like, not helpful to the situation at all, But it's kind of just weird how your brain does it. But when you see something that was triggering, like I would see an image, a picture of somebody that was like my ideal body type and obviously be triggering to me because it's something that I'm not, um, I would consume more of it for some reason. I don't know why. Like I would intentionally like seek out more of it. And I'm not sure if it's just because like I was curious and I was like, I want to be more like this person or if it's like some weird self-harm thing my brain did. But by intentionally not allowing yourself to like deep dive into a rabbit hole of what I am not um block people straight up like if I see a page that posts like weird thinspo come up on my like um explore page on Instagram blocked I don't care if I see something that I don't like blocked I don't care if it's somebody who keeps coming up who's problematic to the body community and they're an influencer block who cares they're gonna take it that influencer is gonna take it personally that you block them no i could care less about their feelings if it protects you and how you feel about yourself that's all that matters also um by surrounding yourself and your media consumption um with people who look like you people who have the same body type as you as well as people who have the same personality as you and like same self-expression um or people who inspire you follow all those kinds of people don't like feel free to unfollow and block anybody who makes you feel bad about yourself never feel bad for that but 
follow also people who look like you because a lot of the times it's really easy to judge ourselves. um even when we might be beautiful gorgeous it's just easy to get in our heads and judge ourselves because we're connected to this body but when you see another person with the same body type it's really easy to be like oh my god that person is beautiful gorgeous they should be a supermodel you know what i mean so surrounding yourself with like-minded people is also a great tool also everything on social media is fake straight up like all those models you see are edited to fucking high hell like they have people they've hired at large like price points to professionally edit every post they put up so don't take it personally okay of course like you look in the mirror and you're not gonna look like a highly edited eight hour project okay nor do you want to you're gorgeous you're beautiful everybody is beautiful i don't care who you are everybody has a different sense of standard of beauty so every single person is beautiful beautiful in this world um if you need to take a break from social media that is absolutely valid i use like two or three social media apps that is it like i really don't consume a lot of different types of social media which i think helps my average instagram time a day is like 30 minutes now my average tiktok time that's a different story i spend a lot of time on there but also it's like my job so whatever um also using the not interested button on tiktok is really helpful tiktok's a different kind of beast though because the algorithm will just like suggest um things like that randomly like i'll randomly have like some girls thinspo like video come up on my for you page and i'm like why is this here you kind of just have to be quick and not interested and move on and you do have to be self-reliant to be like i'm beautiful i'm not gonna let that affect me someone else's beauty also doesn't take away from any of my own just because we're different or we have different body types like um Ah, that's a great point too. So, okay, I'll get a little vulnerable here. So, my body type is like, I'm kind of built, my dad is like a track runner, so I'm kind of built lanky like a track runner, which is like, fine, I love my body, I think it's great. Um, I had the hardest time with people who had different types of bodies than me, because once the BBL trend started coming into trend, um, I was like, well, I don't have massive titties and like a massive ass, you know what I mean? And nor will I ever, unless I get surgery, because that's just like not genetically encoded within me. And like, that is valid. That's fine. But there's a certain celebrity who would trigger that for me. And I'd be like, I will never be her. Like, I'll never be her. And what I eventually had to do was realize like internally, it took some time. I didn't block her. I had her blocked at first. And then I unblocked her because I was like, I need to exposure therapy myself and realize that, just because another woman has something that i don't she was completely natural like her body was just gorgeous naturally if they have something i don't that doesn't make me any lesser of a human being that doesn't make me any less beautiful that doesn't make me any less worthy to hold space where i am it means we are so but we are both so beautiful in different ways that humans are able to express beauty in completely vastly different ways and we can still be beautiful while holding space on our own you know what i mean she's not demeaning my beauty in any way i'm not demeaning her beauty in any way so there's no reason i should feel bad about myself you know we're both beautiful we're both unique we're both very different and that's what's incredible about it we're all so very different and so very beautiful in all different ways and that's amazing if every single person on this earth had a bbl and lip fillers and fucking plastic surgery and botox and bleached hair or whatever the fuck is the trend everybody looked the exact same that would suck 
shit would not be fun because there's no variety. There's no difference between people. There's no personality, okay? No hate to the BBL community. Love them. Like, do whatever you need to do. Feel however you need to feel about your body. Like, love everybody. But everybody's different and that's beautiful. And all beauty should be celebrated. And someone else's beauty doesn't take from away from your own at all. Okay, anyways, rant over. So I want to talk journaling a little bit. Um, I actually made a little ebook on manifestation and I go into depth on how I journal there. If you guys are interested and want to support me, um, check out my website, Goldilocks, in my Instagram bio or my TikTok bio. And I have like little ebooks there in a little shop. That would be awesome if you guys want to support me. If not, literally you listening is like the biggest support. So thank you. Um, but I want to talk about journaling because I covered journaling in those, um, ebooks and, um, I've been doing it for a very long time and I find so many benefits from it. If you're the kind of person who gets like very overwhelmed with their thoughts, very overwhelmed with things going on inside their head, overwhelmed with what's due, what's coming up, what does the future bring? What does the past bring? Being able to remove it literally remove it from your mind the act of physically removing it from your mind to a separate area and being able to walk away and forget about it sure you'll might deal with the issues later on but in that moment being able to have a clear peace of mind is so incredible and it's such a healthy coping tool that I've never thought of and has helped me incredibly so if you've never tried journaling please I really recommend it um just give it a shot for me okay I understand how overwhelming it is to feel like your brain is constantly going faster than your body can keep up or even your consciousness can keep up and that your brain is full of so many ideas and thoughts and worry so being able to remove that is such a healthy handy skill like I carry a journal on me everywhere I go so no matter where I am I can just sit down and dump And to be honest, I didn't realize I used to do this, but I used to do it in my notes app. And you guys probably still did it or when you probably used to do it too, but it was me just like dumping all my thoughts and my emotions in my notes app. But now that I have like a separate space and journal that's removed from my phone because that was a little bit too accessible and made me worry a little bit more, um, having it a completely different space and entity and being able to collect your thoughts there, 10 out of 10 recommend. If you need some like mental health advice for the day, that would be it. Okay, so one time this furry saved my life when I was on Molly from this fucking creepy ass man in a club. So I'm gonna tell you guys about that because some of you guys asked me for Molly stories and like Molly experiences, which is so fucking funny. Um, because either A, I look like I do a lot of Molly, which valid i did i was like a high key addicted to it for nine months or you remember me talking about it which is incredible because i haven't talked about it for a while so you're like a long-term follower so thank you for being here and remembering but hold on i need to sip of my drink right now i'm drinking um what the fuck am i drinking iced sturdy chai right add two blonde espresso shots in it i posted that on tiktok this morning and all the comments were like, bitch, you need to add pumpkin cream cold foam to it. And I was like, okay, I'll have to do that next time. I did add sweet cream cold foam to it, and it was a little too sweet. So I was just sticking with the blonde espresso shots, but I might have to try the pumpkin cream cold foam. Anyways, this is not sponsored. Starbucks, you need to pay for this ad time. 
<laughs> anyways or send me some stuff would love that that's not gonna happen they would not support me <laughs> okay furry molly um so uh yeah i was addicted to molly mostly because i have like major depressive disorder slash anxiety slash a lot of other mental health issues love on top of that um so like molly was like my fave because what it essentially does i'm not condoning this or supporting this or telling you to do this at all if you think i i am you are incorrect um but i'm just telling you what it does so you can understand a little bit more but molly essentially releases all the serotonin in your brain so everything just feels like fucking incredible like you feel like you're one with the earth it feels like everybody like loves you and everybody's happy and then your pupils dilate so everything is brighter and colors are more vibrant and it feels like you're just like receiving this warm hug from the universe except for like there's no one there it's just like you just feel good anyways that was like the best feeling to me and you maybe shouldn't do it two to three times a week maybe you should do it like every four months like you're definitely supposed to give yourself a fat break but i really didn't care and that's why my brain is rotting out of my head but this was one of those days because me and my ex we had like ended things and i was like i'm gonna go to a fucking club and have fun and dance like i'm single let's get out there hannah like of course i had been fucking depressed the past few days and just like a like upset you know when you get broke like you break up and you're like i might be dying anyways i was like girl you need to pick yourself back up and get out there i wasn't like interested in fucking sleeping with anybody i just wanted to get out to the scene again you know and party so you know i eat some molly i get ready some people on my art like class had been like hannah we're going to aura later which if you don't know what aura is it's this nightclub in kansas city and i was like hell yeah i show up to aura i don't think they were there i don't think they ever showed up i didn't really care i just need an excuse to get out so i get there I go out, I'm fucking tripping, I'm dancing, I'm having fun at Aura, if you've ever been there, if not, I doubt anybody has ever been there, it's a little grimy, a little dirty, but, like, they play really fun, they have fun DJs and good EDM sets, and good lasers, and they have, like, these light orbs, like, drop from the fucking ceiling, and they're really trippy when you're, like, drunk as shit, anyways, they have, like, VIP areas and then poles, so I was, like, dancing, like, having fun, I probably got up on the pole at one point. Anyways, I go to the drip, the bar to get some drinks. I had I had already had a few drinks, but I was like, let's get more fucked up. And this like weird guy came up to me and he started like grabbing on me and I was not about it. So I was like, uh-uh, like let me get my drink and get out of here. And he still kept like following me and grabbing me, whatever, even when I was out on the dance floor. And so I had to like make a little circle around and like, it was very obvious he was still coming after me or, like, still walking towards me or still trying to get my attention. And I was like, this is fucking weird. I've turned you down multiple times. So I sneak off downstairs to the bathroom. And I run into the bathroom, the women's bathroom. Um, And I, because some clubs, uh, I'm used to, like, fucking warehouses. I say women's bathroom because, like, it was, like, a real bathroom. Warehouses is, like, a closet with, like, a toilet. But... I sneak off to the bathroom and there's like some girls in there. I'm sitting there for a second, and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta get out. So I get up, walk to the sink, and I wash my hands, and I'm like, Hannah, like, 
what if this guy's still out there? Like, what if he's still there waiting for you? Because he's just followed me around the fucking entire club. Like, he low-key could be there because men are weird and do that. And so I turn and, like, the first person I saw was this girl who, like, looked very kind and nice and was wearing cat ears. Like, she was wearing furry brown cat ears that matched her hair. She looked a little older than me and, like, mother figurely. So I was like, girl... I think there's a guy waiting for me outside and I don't know what to do. And you know those angels that are like set into your life that just like are there to help you and see you through? She took my hand. She said, don't turn around. Follow me. Grab my hand tight. Pull me out of the restroom. The man was standing there. He tried to like talk to me. She was like, uh-uh. Grab my hand. Pull me upstairs pull me through the dance the dance crowd and he's still following us and i'm like what the fuck he eventually gets lost she pulls me up to her private vip section i was like okay this 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 is nice i'm enjoying this pulls me up to her private vip section sits down she goes okay just like hang out here and have fun with us and like order whatever and it'll be great and i was like you are sent from heaven I'm in love, cat ear lady. You are incredible. Like, thank you. Because that man was a fucking creep. And I just hung out there all night and had the best fucking goddamn time. And she was so sweet and so kind and caring. And of course, I like blacked out at some point that night. And I don't know how I got home. Uh, Dangerous. Don't recommend. But I woke up the next morning and she had somehow like found my Instagram and had messaged me and been like, girl, I'm worried about you. I hope you got home okay. Like it was great meeting you. Um, Yeah. And those kind of people are sent from heaven. Thank you, furry cat ear lady. You really saved my life. That man totally could have killed me because men are fucking psychotic nowadays, especially in clubs. Um, Don't do what I do. Don't get too fucked up um you need to be aware of your surroundings because that could have been way scarier for me if cat your lady did not come in and save my life shout out we all need to be those women at some point we all need to look out for each other okay it's that point in the podcast where i give you life advice that seems random but in reality it comes from a very special place in my heart um a if you're going to college go undecided because you're probably going to change it anyways, and it's just going to save you a lot of stress in the future. Um, B, take a lot of photos of where you are right now and just, like, everything that happens in your life. Because, like, in the future, you are probably going to have no memory from the copious amount of weed you smoke. And you need to remember how hot you are and how good your life was. Um, and C, Everybody needs to buy string and fun, colorful beads, like, ASAP, because it is my favorite thing to do when just stoned out of my mind, or if I need a distraction, or I want something to do with my hands while watching TV that's not scrolling on my phone. Get, like, little fun plastic beads. You can make the fun little candy bracelets that say dumb shit, or you can get, like, real-ass, like, clay beads or, like, cute pearls and make, like, real shit. Do something productive in your free time. I guarantee it'll make you feel better. And C, oh my god, wait, I think C, I don't know, I think C, everybody needs a signature perfume, I've, like, realized that, um, later on in my life, but it's my most fun thing to, like, or most fun accessory to add to my daily life, 
um is like having a signature scent like a signature perfume that i always wear right now it's the glossier perfume i'm telling you it pairs perfect with a blunt um but every time i wear it like people compliment me and if it's like thank you i this is how i just normally smell anyways okay so let's talk dating a little bit um i got various questions about dating and they all kind of revolved around the same topic of just like how do i tell someone i like them like someone asked me um hannah how do i tell the guy i'm sleeping with um that i have feelings for him also if you hear me hit this bowl in the middle of this it's 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 me hitting a bowl uh apologies um (laughs) but like oh my god you guys i want to talk about dating so much because i feel like it is so fucked up like dating right now is so fucked up what happened to dating where did it go why is nobody dating anymore everybody has these situationships or friends with benefits and i love making fun of them listen i've been in those situations like i'm gonna make fun of myself a little bit i love making fun of them because like why are we doing them i'm serious i used to think those kind of like relationships were beneficial and it like worked for everybody but in reality like situations situationships and like friends with benefits and like the talking stage creates so much animosity and confusion and like it doesn't really build the proper like grounds for a relationship so it's confusing that people are entering situationships and talking stages before they just date like what because i also think in these situations um a lot of the men are given power in a heteronormative um relationship uh because that's all i've experienced um all the men are kind of given the power and the women are just waiting to either a say how they feel and see what the response back they're gonna get is or um what was i saying what the fuck i'm sorry my brain just kind of gave out um but it's women waiting to receive a response um and that's just like not fair because it makes women question a lot if they're deserving of love if they're just being used are they just a body is that all they want is sex like do you actually want to build a relationship with me and like do you actually value me for my personality and my smarts and my wits and things beyond just like me being a body does that make sense um so like make dating normal again like back in the day they would have a little bit of a talking stage which would just be like i'm meeting you for the first time and then it would be them realizing oh i really like you let's date and then down the road it would be oh now let's get married that should be ideal that should be like what we're still doing you know what i mean like you can still date somebody to even figure out if you fucking like them you can date someone to be like, I'm just really enjoying my time with you right now, and I'm gonna trust that in the future, when if if one of us isn't happy, that the uh, the other person's gonna tell the other person, and we're gonna mutually just kind of break it off, and I'm building this relationship with trust and love, and that's just like not done now, um, and I feel like if more people, which is scary it's scary i understand if more people were just open and honest and truthful with how they feel a like you will see much better responses and b you probably won't feel like anxiously attached and you probably won't feel emotionally unavailable if you just say how you fucking feel and see what the response is gonna be the issue is 
we're afraid of the response because we can't control people. We can't control how they're going to feel about us. And to feel better about that, you just need to know that however somebody feels about you is not a direct reflection of who you are. You know what I mean? So, to the person who's asking, should I tell the person I'm sleeping with that I like them? Uh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely, you should. And if you're like, Hannah, she's crazy for that. She's not, okay? Everybody should be saying how they feel. They should be open and honest and try and enter relationships with, like, an open heart and open trust because you will receive the best things out of it. Because if that person hurts you, guess what? Guess what you get to learn? That that person is a fucked up person and they've got a lot to learn on their own and they are not the right person for me, okay? Like, I used to be really afraid of getting cheated on until I realized, um, I'm the most incredible perfect human being and I'm a great partner, so if anybody cheats on me, like, they're just this dumb, stupid human being and that is their loss, absolutely. And, like, of course that would hurt. I need to, I'd have to move on and do some healing. But, like, ultimately, after breakups, like, I'm... I'm never, like, dead. I always think I'm gonna die. But, like, if anything, I'm stronger and better. And you just learn who you like and who you don't like better and what you deserve. So, put yourself out there. See what's gonna happen. And if people are gonna reject you or if people are gonna be fucking rude assholes or things don't go your way, just understand there's better things out there and better things will come to you. Anyways, make dating normal again. Okay, I like to keep the podcast fun and airy and light. Um, And of course, that's like my goal. I want it to be like a sesh. I want you to forget about your issues. I want us to come here and have a good time and enjoy our day. Um, So I think I'm going to do a whole episode, next episode on mental health because the weather's getting a little bit colder and I know my depression is about to fucking sneak up and like attack. So I just want to like prep and maybe do like a whole podcast talking about my personal experience um answering some of you guys's questions because i got a shit ton of them on tiktok that were specifically mental health related so next episode i really 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 want to talk deeper about that and what it means to me because it's something i'm very passionate about and something i've dealt with with quite honestly like a majority of my life so expect a mental health um, episode out next week. I think that'll be super awesome to touch on and I'll touch on all aspects of it. The good, the bad, the ugly, um, self-care, how to be alone, um, how to handle depression, anxiety, all that stuff, um, how to ask for help, how to reach out, all that stuff. Send me any questions you have, please, to my TikTok or my Instagram. Instagram is Hannah Marlene. My TikTok is Shadi. I'll put a questionnaire up where you guys can submit those um and i will answer them here but my last question that i'm going to answer today is how to not be dependent on male validation slash how to not be um like literally boy crazy someone asked me how to not be boy crazy and quite honestly um i feel like we all go through through that phase you know what i mean no matter what like sexual preference you have, we all go through like a crazy phase where we are just like very much so into um, whoever we're, we are sexually like attracted to. And um, for most girls, they go through their boy crazy phase, I would say like middle school, high school, you know, I don't think that's how it worked for me personally. I was kind of a late bloomer. I didn't like really get boy crazy until I got out of college and my parents kind of released their control on me and um 
And also, I wasn't on as many medications because, quite honestly, antidepressants make you not really interested in fucking anything, quite honestly. So, middle school and high school, I was focused on A, keeping myself alive, and B, um, yeah, just keeping myself alive. I wasn't interested in fucking any of the boys in my school, quite honestly. I, like, that was the last thing on my mind. So, I had crushes here and there, but... The fact that I was kind of a late bloomer, and something I also notice from people who are late bloomers into the boy crazy situation, is when it happens in, like, college slash out of your parents, like, I, they go a little harder and a little crazier. Does that make sense? Like, I got to college and immediately got a boyfriend. Like, as soon as I could, I got a boyfriend. Um, We did it for a little bit, but, like, I was, like, boy crazy and um i ended up probably i lost my scholarship that semester because i was spending a lot of time with him and i was also just like smoking a lot of weed um i won't fully put it on him if i didn't have a boyfriend i'd probably make it easier to be in college but since it happened like later to me it was kind of shorter as well um the people who happen have it happen earlier i've noticed um aren't really interested in boys like in college they're more more goal focused and orientated on themselves which i think could be very beneficial i wish i had that self-control um but um to not be boy crazy and to not rely on male validation it's really easy to like not rely on it quite honestly once you switch your mindset of a lack mindset to I can satisfy this on my own you know what I mean because when you're craving male validation um you can easily replace it with just like validating yourself like it kind of comes from a place of lack and no hate like I'm not shaming anybody or like telling you you're less or anything because like I've been there like I'm this is a first perspective podcast okay like i'm telling you i've been through this shit i've been in a sense of lack before of myself and i needed to seek it from outward like sources which can be very very damaging because you're relying on another person's sense of perspective rather than your own sense of perspective and what you truly believe are the best parts of yourself so like instead of being like yeah i want a guy to compliment me bitch look in the mirror and tell yourself you're amazing you're smart you're sexy you're beautiful you are so strong and nobody compares to you period kiss yourself move on because it's it's the same feeling quite honestly once you get in the routine and the habit of just like hyping yourself up and being your own boyfriend and dating yourself and treating yourself the way that like you want other people to treat you your like sense of like self and self-expense self-acceptance oh my god will skyrocket okay just date yourself take yourself out to dinner compliment yourself in the mirror like hey sexy oh my god like you can absolutely treat yourself the same way your partner does doesn't mean you don't need a partner doesn't mean you don't have to look for one it just means when you approach these relationships you already are completely self-fulfilled from yourself and it opens the aspect of like meeting more emotionally available and more authentic people and people who you might like actually work out with 
You know what I mean? Because you're not seeking that person just for their validation. You're seeking them because of them, okay? If you do that, things will work out better. And it's not like a quick shift, okay? I'm not saying I woke up one day and I was like, fuck male validation. I just need myself and I've been the best person ever since. No, no one is like that. No one's healing is linear. No one's healing is the same. I'm just asking you to take small steps in your daily life to fulfill yourself, okay? We'll all get there. We'll all work on it together. You're not alone. We're gonna have an amazing fucking week. It's Tuesday. Oh my god. We're gonna have the best week ever full of so many blessings and so much good weed and hopefully a lot of good sex. If you're celibate, good for you. Personally, I'm not. If you're having sex, it should be good. That should be a life rule, okay? If you're having bad sex, figure that out. You should be having good sex. A lot of you were asking me for like sex questions too, and I was like, they were like sex stories. I was like, I don't know how to tell those. You guys have to ask very specific questions if you want it to be about that. Like, I'm down. I'll talk about literally anything. Like, if you have a question, I will answer it. But make it a little less vague. Like, I want to answer your questions. I want to help y'all out. Anyways, I hope you all have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it so much. I had such a fun time hanging out. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you're going through. Let me know your questions and uh, I'd be happy to answer them. I will see you guys next week for our mental health episode. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know if that was good. Love you. Bye.